and that's that's doing fine. We had six, over six million last year, but online, adjust this with your archive, we now have something like 35 million visitors to our website okay. alone, and then through social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're reaching tens of thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands more. And I think that it's a very exciting moment because we're all, all I think everyone in the, the museum industry, the cultural industry, we're realizing that now we have a, a global audience and how, we, how can we meaningfully engage them? Um, it's, it's an exciting moment. In writing about you, Calvin Tompkins said, I think, in The New Yorker, in choosing Campbell, the trustees were banking on his clear-headed vision of how to balance the Met's scholarly integrity its fundraising needs, and its obligations to a vast and rapidly changing audience. They were also impressed by its quiet self-confidence. Uh, does that ring true to you? <laughs> <laughs> I was a scholar. <laughs> I think probably other people have to say, 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 say the rest. Yeah. I mean, I, I, went to, I came to the Met in 95 right. uh, because my predecessor, Philippe, had built it up into this engine of scholarship. Right. It had the funding, it had the spaces. Critically, it had the audience, the sophisticated audience that really wanted these great exhibitions. So for, for me as a scholar in my field, European tapestries, right. I saw it as this great place to go and you know, realize that, to share my passion with other people. And when I became director, that was very much kind of I, I thought I've done that. I, I, I would happily go on doing it, yeah. but now what I want to do is allow my colleagues to go on doing it and and, and take it out further. I mean, did did you decidedly say, look? I mean, Philippe was who he is and and had those dual roles there. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, you know, what I have to do is is define my own identity as a leader of the men. I think it's, 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 it's evolved. Um, I'd been there as a curator for 13 years, so I saw what I felt was working really well, but I also had my own ideas about areas that might be evolved. You know, for example, um, we have 17 different departments, and to some extent, they worked very independently of one another, because art history during the, the last 30 years of the 20th century was all about going deep, 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 in individual subjects. Mm. But I think towards the end of the century, a lot of art history began looking outside of each area. And I saw there was a potential to kind of, if we could get the departments working more creatively together, there was a real opportunity to open up new narratives. So just to give one example, a couple of years ago, we did a, a show called The Interwoven Globe mm. that looked at the textile trade from Asia to Europe and then on to America, drawing textiles from, from, from our Asian department, our European department, and our American department, and telling this amazing narrative about how these, how these precious objects were brought over land and by sea all around the world, and the kind of the, the narratives, the stylistic influences, the cultural influences that this, this, this trade, you know, played a role in back in the 18th and 19th centuries. And I think there's, you know, we've got a whole lot of projects like that now going on. So I think there's, there's great potential that we're, we're unlocking. Is there, is there a constant battle, as there is in most institutions, between um, having the requisite funds and budget and at the same time making sure that we are true uh, to the acquisition and exhibition and care of art. Yeah. 
It's a, a delicate balance. <clears throat> I mean, we're a big institution. Our operating budget, net operating budget is about $300 million. And we get about 10% of that from the city in kind, gas and steam right. and so on, electricity. Um, the other 90% we're raising ourselves either it comes from our endowment or it's from admissions or it's from membership or fundraising. So we're, we're an ambitious organization and we're always having to balance our ambitions mm. with our, with our, with our, you know, with, with, with the possible. Does, does it affect you in terms of the acquisition of some priceless piece of art that, that belongs at the Met? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Acquisitions are always a challenge. Um, the, the, Prices uh, are crazy, right. especially in the contemporary market, and we can't possibly go in and compete. But in fact, what we've always depended on is the generosity of benefactors. So some